Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving, where we give you information and education on senior care topics. My name is Ryan McInniff. I am joined with Janet. Janet, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. And what are we talking about today? Well, one of the things that it, it sounds kind of a funky title, but I was thinking about catheters, colostomies, and confusion. Oh, that sounds like a good, like a good book title. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, And it was just basically a matter of, I think there are a number of people that um, either have catheters or they have colostomies, but if there's also a little bit of dementia involved, it becomes an even bigger challenge. And the thing about catheter care, I mean, a lot of people do do very well with them. They they know what to do, um, and they want to manage it independently because it's like it's it's an intimate, personal thing. But some people that get older, um, their vision becomes a problem, or their dexterity, so handling the uh, the materials becomes uh, an issue. And uh, you know, so it's it's one of those things that as someone normally ages just like a lot of other things they they have a harder time handling it and they may need some uh, assistance uh, there's been talk about whether catheters were being used more as more of a convenience to not have to deal with toileting and there's articles and conversations going on everywhere about that and one of the reasons is because catheters is one way that an infection can get into the body sure so you're you're dealing with all of this part anyway but if someone has any form of dementia as it advances they could not understand why they have it they may not understand what it is they may want to pull it out in which case you know they're risking injury and infection Um, And that can become a point where, you know, it's just not going to work. And you need to work closely with the doctor. And it may be a matter of depends are are an alternative. But if the catheter is there because someone's bladder is not draining, well, you know, just having depends is not going to solve that. So if you have a family member or someone that is dealing with a catheter and you're starting to notice signs of, dementia whatnot you need to kind of get on board and talk to the doctor and try and plan ahead a little bit about that and uh the the same is true for um colostomies well one thing i was just going to say with catheter care and i guess it goes the same with colostomies that if you're also looking to get in-home help the more internal mechanisms that you have the more difficult it is to find qualified home health aides that are comfortable with the equipment that you're using. Um, You know, when we've had colostomy care or catheter care, um, we will do training on on it. But, um, you know, people go through their, their, their training and just like in college, maybe you remember taking Psychology 101, but since you haven't used it in 15 years, you know, how much of that can come back without a refresher course. And so that becomes a difficulty with catheters and with colostomies as well. 
Absolutely. And just like everything else, be it cell phones or computers, technology changes. And they're improving the materials. They're changing how the the tubing connects, things like that. Um, And oftentimes there are caregivers that will work in, say, a nursing home or something. And they say, yes, they work with colostomies or, uh, excuse me, catheters. Their job is to just drain them. They're not disconnecting or changing over to some people have a smaller leg bag during the day. So um, you can have great caregivers. And to your point, they've gone through all the training, but for the last whatever period of time, the assignments that they've had, those particular clients didn't need them. Yeah. So if someone has been trained, you still want to make sure that um, you've got someone that's going to go over it with them to make sure they know how your particular individual's works. Absolutely. And you were starting to talk about colostomy care. What's your opinions on that? Yeah, I think colostomy care can be the the same, very similar. Um, and one of the, um, the issues, and in both cases, hygiene is so important. And as people age, they may not be as up to speed on their hygiene. And that's another thing you have to keep in mind. But with colostomies, one of the added um, challenges, if you will, we had talked in a previous co- uh, podcast about uh, people losing their sense of smell as they get older. And colostomies, unfortunately, can have an odor. And that odor sometimes can be very strong. And there are some things that can be done. They have certain tablets that can be put into the bag to help neutralize that. But in some cases, there is just going to be that degree of odor. And you take uh, you take your grandma out to a restaurant, and everybody around you is like staring or thinking she never takes a bath. And there's that whole awkward part about it. And you want to make sure that she's freshened up and changes it before you go up. She doesn't think she needs it. You've got that whole stubborn game going. Sure. So um, for some folks, it's a matter of you end up shifting gears, just like there are some restaurants you don't take a two-year-old too, or maybe you're going to go out and go for a walk in the park or do other things that aren't going to, um, you know, interfere with the people sitting at the next table. But I I read somewhere and I thought it was a good point. You know, oftentimes you see the the children of, of elderly dealing with this, they get embarrassed. And when your child misbehaves in a store or something, that might embarrass you. But if you had a child with a disability... You would not be embarrassed by your child. You would accept this is what I have to deal with, and you would be very protective of them. And that's kind of the the mindset that you want dealing with someone um, with colostomy. And again, the the issue is if someone has dementia, they can get to a point they don't understand why do I have this, or they want to take it off, and that can create a, a really difficult situation in terms of soiling and things like that. Yep. So if you have a family member that that uses either of these appliances, and you notice there that maybe there is some dementia, whatever, you really want to be in touch with your doctor, and you really want to discuss, well, where do I go with this? What are the options down the road? Because it's it's something that can be um, can be a real challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, it, you know generally family members who don't want to deal with the issue, or especially I think the males don't want to they don't want to think of their parents in that way and that type of care that they need. Um, and uh, and so when that 
when that uh, inevitably comes knocking at their door, they've got to figure out what are going to be the, the challenges and the scenarios that we can, you know, what are the things we can do and can't do now that we have a bag strapped to our body or attached to us at all times. So I think that's a very difficult situation to be put in, um, both for the person that needs the catheter or needs the uh, colostomy bag and the family members around them because it changes the whole way that people can work. So it can be uh, very difficult. Yeah, it can, and you know, it's it's part of life, but it's one of those things that you can look into ahead of time. You can look down the road a little bit, and that's just a just a good suggestion. Absolutely. Is there anything else that that we have on uh, the the catheter's colostomy? And I guess I am now remembering confusion. Yes, the confusion and the confusion can be both the the person who has the the ostomy bag, and it can be family members. They just don't know. You know, the ins and outs, and there you have a generation that was the frugal generation. You've got the, uh, the, the post-war people that want to save every penny. And Medicare only pays for X number of bags over a certain period of time. So people will want to not change them as often. Yeah. You know, and then you have the whole issue of if it breaks the and all that and kind all of that thing. Stuff, yep. So, um, you know, they're confused and they're like, watching their pennies. I just bought that yesterday. No, no, no. We we ordered them this period of time. We don't get more till later. So it can be a very confusing thing. And yeah. it's almost like the reverse of, you know, we always talk about the circle of life and uh, the 92-year-old and the 2-year-old have so much in common. It's almost like parents are so relieved when the potty training days have gone by. Yeah. Well, in a way, you're coming back to this. Absolutely. You know, and uh, it, it can be hard. It can be, uh, there can be a lot of uh, harsh conversations and frustrations and, and whatnot. So, and and knowing what to do yourself to, to say, okay, I even have uh, a caregiver that comes in a couple times a week, make sure my mom gets a, a good bath and changes the appliance of the ostomy. Well, the next day, the bag broke. Yeah. Some people think they have to run to the emergency room. Yeah. You, you need to know all about what to do. Absolutely. Be, and not be confused yourself because it, it's an upsetting thing for someone. Yeah, you're definitely not going to be the priority going to the uh, emergency room for that reason. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's the, the case that, you know, people realize is that, you know, it's, it feels like a little bit, bit like, you know, uh, uh, a scenario where, you know, you, you it's, it's full circle, right? Like it's, Yep. You're you're raising a child, and then you're you're an uh, adolescent, then you're a teenager, then you're an adult. You're adult for a long period of time, and then it kind of feels like it goes reverse. That so you kind of the adolescence, and then the teenager, then adolescence, and and lashing out, and then you know you're back to being a baby again, where you need to be cared for, and your your safety and your um, your well being are dependent on somebody else completely. Yep, um, and that's just what seems to happen in the, the circle of life. And when uh, when parents bring home that newborn first baby and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Should I worry about this? Should I not worry about this? It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had clients that the, the um, catheter bag leaked and they went to the emergency room. And there are people that say, oh, well, it looks okay. Um and this is where also we've had caregivers notice that, hmm, something doesn't look quite right. To know that um, certain odors, certain color changes, certain things need attention 
you know, those are the kinds of things that you you need to have somebody, aside from the the uh, person that's that has the bag, to know What's you know how on? to best handle things. Absolutely. Well, this is the conversation that everybody loves having Absolutely. so much. And, uh, and and we will be the ones to break the ground and have it. So, <laughs> Janet, thank you very much for your insight. And thank you all for listening. This is the Caregiver's Toolbox. And we'll catch you.